Hello. Hi, I'm Tim. So I haven't seen you guys in a while because I've been down the hill at Franklin Ave. Um, so looking around, we, I see some new faces. This is cool. Um, uh, today I'm going to do something a little bit different. So I'm here speaking. Joel asked me a little while ago, and I am not very good at speaking about doing like a sermon. It's not my sweet spot. And uh, so I spent a lot of time preparing this. And then at some point, I felt like God said, hey, that's really not very good. <laughs> um, so he gave me some other thoughts, and we're going to go with that instead. So hopefully it'll be a little better. Um, uh, there's a couple things I just felt like uh, they don't really relate to what I'm going to say, but I felt like I was supposed to say them before we start. And um, so one is, uh, I woke up this morning, and I felt like God said, like, don't dress up. And so you can see me. I'm not dressed up. This is how I look most days. I work in manual labor. This is me. Um, and I felt like God said something just, just really specific that a lot of times we come into, um, especially a religious situation, and we think, I have to be X, Y, and Z before I can do X, Y, and Z. Um, I have to look a certain way. I have to act a certain way. I have to get my life straight. And I just got the sense saying, God saying, you don't. Like, you get to come exactly how you are. This is how I was before I would have gotten dressed. And um, it's who I am. And I, I feel like there's, there's something that's so special about being who you are and letting God into that spot versus trying to be something and then letting God in. Because I think that a lot of times we really limit God by who we let ourselves be seen as. Um, so I just wanted to say that. So... It's not distracting. I, um, I got some paint on me, got some stains, um, but this is who I am. And I think that uh, I wonder if you'll hear that voice inside of you at some point this morning just saying, that's not me. I'm not ready for that. Um, I have to be a certain way. And, and you can just see these paint flecks and remember, that's not true. Um, so that's one thing. Um, and... Uh, the other thing is, I had a sense, I woke up this morning also, and um, I just had the sense of somebody uh, just kind of contemplating suicide, and um, I got the sense that it was someone like at this campus, and there would be someone else at the other campus, and that, uh, that you know, just kind of feeling like that, like you have a plan, you have, you know, thoughts, those, that, that desire, and I just really feel like God has you here for a reason today. Um, and I want to encourage you not to leave before you um, talk to somebody. I know that's like kind of a weird thing to just say to somebody random. So um, Steve, this is Steve right here, if you're new, waving his hand. Um, he's in charge of kind of a, like a more deep centered prayer um, uh, facilitation that we have here. So if you could not leave before you just touch base with him um, or one of the other pastors or anybody, uh, that would be awesome. I think that's some really good things in there for you. Um, so I'm going to tell you guys a quick story. Uh, this is a story about me. So I was about 12 or 13 years old, and I had this crazy, um, powerful experience with God that was, like, super unexciting. I guess that's the word. So it was like there was no fireworks, and it completely changed my life. So it was like very subtle in how it happened to me, but like the fruit, or like what we like when we say the fruit, it's like what came out of that was amazing. So I came home from school, 
um, I sat down on the steps from my parents' house and took off my shoes, and this thought came into my head and said I should read this book. And like it was a book that I remembered seeing around uh, my parents' house. I don't know if anyone ever read it. Somebody gave it to us at some point. So I sit down and I read this book, and I'm not like a very good reader. It takes me, I'm a slow reader, so it takes me a long time to get through anything. And I just plowed through this book, and it was like it just changed how I thought about everything, all of the, the situations I found myself in. And um, just like it just opened my eyes to Jesus in a huge way. Um, so after that, the next, you know, it was the end of the school year, so we had the summer. I came back, I guess I came back into eighth grade. So I'm like still really young. But um, man, my whole life was different. I was this really, really shy kid. I remember like walking down the halls and people would like, like, hey, Tim. And I would act like I wouldn't see them. <laughs> just, <laughs> and I, like, I mean, it was weird. And they would keep calling my name and I would keep ignoring them. And uh, it was just, I was so insecure and so um, shy. And that all changed like the next year. Like who I was changed completely um, in almost every way. So it's in that season, I'm like just so excited about all these things about Jesus and God. I'm starting to feel like I'm hearing his voice. Um, and there's this, like, my parents, uh, I grew up going to the, um, a church, and there was this conference at the church we went to, and I, like, didn't really want to go. I wanted to go to do something else. I think it was a Friday night, um, and I was, you know, 13, so I, my ride fell through. So I, <laughs> I went with my parents, and um, uh, I'm in this place. It, it was, you know, dark, and it's kind of, uh, I'm I was just, like, overcome with God's presence. Like, you know that subtle thing where you're, you're feeling a lot of emotions and, like, a lot of just, you're like, at peace and joy, and it's just kind of weird. Like, it, that kind of thing didn't, I don't think it made 100%, like, it, it made sense to me, but it was something I was in and I was, like, enjoying. And someone got up to the front of the room and said, uh, you know, they started just kind of giving these, what we would call words of knowledge, but they'd say, like, I feel like someone's here with a headache or a backache or something, and people would come up and they said, you know, you'd get prayer to, for something, to either get healed or um, to go in a specific direction. And then she stops and she says, I feel like there's somebody here who has been in the healing ministry, which is, like, people who do that a lot, like, pray for people who are sick. And... Um, You've been in the healing ministry for a long time, and you, nobody's gotten healed in a long time, so you're really discouraged, and you're, like, you've backed away from that. Um, and she said, I just feel like God's saying your hands are going to start really tingling, and if that happens to you, come up and pray for some people, and it's like God restoring your ministry. Um, so she had everybody kind of stand like this, um, and my hands started really tingling. And I'm 13 years old. I didn't really know what the healing ministry was necessarily. I, like, don't fit any of those things, except my hands are really tingling. So I'm sitting there and thinking, like, it felt like they were asleep, but I was sitting like this, and that's not the usual position for them to be asleep. So I was, like, curious about that. I started to just, like, feel this tug to, like, go up and talk to somebody. Um, so I just said, like, well, that's just weird. You know, my hands are obviously asleep. That's not me. I don't fit any of those things. You know, if this is God talking, obviously it would be a little bit more accurate. Um, and then she comes up again and says the same thing. And I just, like, it was like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a fire inside me. I just, like, needed to be up there. 
I did not fit any of the criteria except for my hands. So um, I said, okay, God, if this is you, have her say it again. And just so you guys know, if you're giving like a, a prophetic word for somebody, if you have to say it more than once, it's super awkward. So like you say it once, and it's an awkward thing to begin with. And to say it again, like you're just, you're just feeling like you're imposing, and it just gets more and more awkward. So in hindsight, like this is a big ask. But the, so the person got up there, and they said it again. So I was like, okay, I'll try it. Um, I think I leaned over to my mom. I was like, I don't know, something's happened with my hands. I'm going to go up there. And so I go up, and I found someone who worked at our church. Um, and I told her, I said, hey, my hands are tingling. And she walked me over to, like, the farthest corner of the sanctuary, the, like, you know, the kind of a dark spot, and there's a guy standing there. She said, well, why don't we pray for him? So we walk over, and uh, I just feel like I know exactly what's going on, and I put my hands on his head because I've kind of seen people do that. I felt like there was something wrong with his head, and we were going to pray for it, and it was going to get healed. And she said, why don't we ask him what's going on first? So we stopped, and he said, uh, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I, my foot's broken. So it's like as far away as possible. <laughs> so so we're, we're doing great here. I'm like super accurate. I, I meet all the boxes. And uh, so I was like, okay. So um, I just started, I put my hands on his feet, and we started praying, and I had seen people pray before, and they just seemed to say Jesus a lot, so I was doing that, and um, doing that for a while, and like, you don't really know when to stop when you're new at this, so just kind of going, and um, at some point, the, our, this pastor again said, hey, why don't we ask him how he's doing? Um, so he, she said, is he, is, you know, just, how you doing? What's going on? He said, you know, as soon as you touch my foot, like, all the pain went away. It's been broken for about a year. I don't have insurance. Couldn't get it. Um, looked at, so I, you know, I've just been walking around in, in pain. Um, so it was like this thing where I, I feel like that that experience there kind of changed the trajectory of my life in a lot of ways, of like seeing God's power in this really unique way, um, and there was a whole lot of mess. So I don't understand why there was all those words about this other person, and I know there wasn't anyone else who came up, because later on, I saw this woman who was, like, in the church we grew up in. She was really high up in the movement. Um, so she came, I was walking by, and she's like, oh, so you were the one. And, like, in, like, this really disappointed way, which just <laughs> makes an impression on, like, a 13-year-old. <laughs> um, so, I, like, there was a lot of things that didn't make sense there, you know? There, she wasn't super accurate. And I wasn't super accurate in hearing God and all that stuff. But God really did something. So that guy's foot was broken when he came in, and it was not broken when he walked out. And I saw him the next day, and it was, like, still good. And I think that there's this, there's this picture in that story of the mess that we get when, we're, when we encounter Jesus and his power. And we don't always get it right, and a lot of times we get it wrong. And I think that the more we're in it, the more accurate we get, the more we really learn to like, you know, Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. I don't know that that's an instant thing. I think it's something that we learn and that we grow and that we move into. And we get things really right sometimes and we get things really wrong sometimes. But I think God directs our steps and he just kind of moves us into the places to move anyway, in spite of our weaknesses. You know, I think a lot of times we think of gifting as this thing that like, 
again, we have to be dressed right. We have to be this person to walk into God's power. Um, and God doesn't seem to do that. And it would be really nice if he did because things get really messy really fast. But God just gives gifts to people. And like, like you look at the disciples. Like he gave incredible gifts to these 12 guys who really didn't know what was going on. Like they didn't get it. They missed so many important things as you watch. Like while Jesus is with them, he sends them out. He just says, like, go heal people. Go cast out demons. And they are a mess. I mean, if you read the book, they don't get it. They don't like, understand the very basic concepts that he's trying to teach them. But he gives his power anyway. Um, so, uh, what I felt like God wanted me to do today was just invite his presence and invite his spirit. Um, and maybe you guys can be willing to walk with me in the mess so what that means is not having to have everything perfect, um, not having that, like, that judgmental view of ourselves or of others when we sometimes say that person can't hear from God or that person can't move because I know their life's a mess. Um, and sometimes we can say the same things about ourselves. And I don't think that that's good or fair. And I do think that God wants to work on our character I think it's he's passionate about it, and he will do it. He'll make things happen and make your life really, really, really uncomfortable. Um, but he doesn't seem to limit his power. And I think as we experience his power, a lot of times it makes some of those character things a little bit easier because we really know he's real. Um, when you see things that are impossible happen, it's really easy to believe that he's real, and you don't have to keep asking yourself that, that question. Um, so... Can you guys hold all that ramble together with me? Okay. Um, so uh, Joel told me about a friend of his who did this thing at a college of prayer a while back. And I thought it was like such an awesome way to really experience God's presence. So um, we all experience God's presence in different ways. Uh, for me, when I was 13, you know, I had this, that really intense tingling in my hands. Um, some people have like a tingling in their their face, their lips, and it's something that, like, you didn't walk in with, it happened, and, like, it's unusual. So, like, it's not something, like, you have to guess at. Um, sometimes it's the sense of peace or joy inside. Sometimes it's some other things, like heat, or some people describe electricity. There's all these different things, and then there's, like, this still, small voice, and I think that that's the most common way that God talks to us, and it's these subtle things, um, you know, at the beginning of my story, I said, I sat down, like, I came into my house, I sat down, and I, I thought that I thought I should go read this book. And that was God. Like, my life changed from that moment on. And it was like this inserted thought. But I was convinced that it was me. I didn't notice the difference. It was this still, small voice. And I think a lot of times we look for the fireworks, but what God's doing is very subtle. And if it's not, like, right now, sometimes we have these big, huge experiences, at some point we get into that season where the fireworks aren't happening anymore and it's still and it's small and it's subtle and it's powerful. It'll change our lives. So those are, you know, we all experience God in different ways. Um, I'd like to be sensitive to that. And I'd like you guys to be sensitive to that. So not looking for a certain expectation, but looking for God to invade your space a little bit. Um, so we could just, if you guys can close your eyes if you're comfortable with that. Um, yeah, thanks. 
and open up your hands like this if you're comfortable. It's not magical, you don't have to, but it's sometimes it's nice to let our bodies reflect what our heart's doing. So this is just like our way of, like this is what kids do when they want to get something, when they receive something, um, and like God's our dad. So we're just looking for, the, for him to give us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, Jesus said, you know, if your kid asks for bread, you're not going to give him a scorpion, or no. They got it backwards. If you ask for a good thing, he's not going to give you a bad thing. Um, you're not going to poison your kid if he's asking for food. And if you guys, he's talking to these people, if you guys, even though you're evil, give good gifts to your kids, like how much more is God going to give the Holy Spirit to you if you ask? Um, and so, Lord, we just ask for the Holy Spirit, for your Holy Spirit, for you to just immerse us um, to baptize us, to like just fill us with your Holy Spirit. However that means for us right now, I pray that we would encounter you and that you would, wherever we are, whether we've been following you for a long time or we're moving towards you, whether we haven't been following you for a long time and, or if we're moving away from you, I pray that you would touch us, that you'd change our lives. Um... So kind of just as you're, you're in this posture, you know, just, just in a posture of receiving. Um, I think that um, for some of you guys, you're going to start to feel something. Like, like for me, it was that tingling. Um, for others, you, it, it might be something different. So um, just take a second and like pay attention to where your body is. If something's happening now, awesome. If not, like, just this is your baseline. This is what's going on. Um, and as you're kind of paying attention to what's going on, like tuning out all the other people, your day, Lord, we invite you. Let your presence come. And if you're feeling something and you're, I don't want to like make this really uncomfortable, um, but like if you can just put your hand up like this, if um, you're feeling something happen in your body, just um, so we get a sense of that. Thank you, Lord, more. More, Jesus. Father, I pray that you begin to just highlight your, the gifts you have for different people today. Um, you know, some of you already get the, the gift of, of, like, prophecy, and that's just, like, seeing stuff and telling other people about it. And it's God showing you something, and, and you get to share that, and that really changes things. For some of you, it's like evangelism um, and just showing people the truth of who God is and how much he loves them. And, you know, in the New Testament, they talk about all these different gifts, and they, they, they facilitate the, this body of Christ. And, like, we all have this different role. Um, and it's so nice to not have to fit into someone else's role. Um, but God has something specific for you. It's a role you have for you to do. Nobody else does it the way you do. And you can't do other stuff, people's stuff. 
So Lord, I pray that you would give us the peace and the security to be who you've made us to be and to just receive what you have for us that we haven't gotten yet. To build us into the people and to do the things you called us to do. And for those of you who are like aren't feeling anything, like first of all, that's okay. Um, but for any of you who have like just like you're not feeling anything, and like this is weird. Um, I don't really want to be here right now. Like, what is going on here? I would just encourage you right now just to ask God, "Hey, can you show me yourself? Show me you're real." And that might happen here. It might happen later on. But man, I think God's going to do that. As Jake put it, um, just, just kind of rest. You don't have to feel like you have to sing, but like rest and pay attention to your body and what's going on. Um, and as you feel stuff, just thank God. You know, as, you, as you, you sense something in your mind or your heart or your body, just rest in that and just thank God. Ask him for more. We fall down. We lay our cracks. At the feet of Jesus, the greatness of His mercy and love. At the feet of Jesus, and we cry, Holy, Holy, Holy. Holy, holy, holy 
precious, so beautiful you are, Jesus. So we bow our hearts and all we are at your feet. So in the New Testament, they talk about this thing called like the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that um, is a really foreign thing for some of us. And for some of us, there's a lot of baggage wrapped up in that, um, depending on what denomination you might have come out of. Um, but what that means, like baptism, it's like, you know, we saw people being baptized, like you are immersed, like you're soaked in, like you're the sponge. And the thing that you're in becomes you like you soak it in and so like the composition of yourself changes you're immersed in Jesus like you are soaked in the Holy Spirit so like that's what that is and there's different stories in the Bible about when that happens um, sometimes we don't hear anything about what the experience is sometimes there's like a ton of fireworks um, I know a lot of people who have had really intense experiences I, I didn't it didn't happen that way for me um, it was very very subtle and, um, and it took place, I would, I would say, over maybe six months in gradual spots. Um, and some people sometimes will speak in tongues after that. Some people don't. Some people have, like, their gifts highlighted. Sometimes you don't see that for a while. Um, but I think that a lot of times there is this moment where you can point back to, like, of receiving something special. Um, so I would like to invite you, like, if, if you want to do this, and just so you know, I don't believe that, like, if you're up here, you get something different than if, when you're sitting. Um, but I think it would make it a little easier for people to pray for you. Um, if you would like to kind of just dig a little deeper into that, um, I'd like to invite you just to come up in this little area here, and maybe we'll keep doing some worship. Um, and this doesn't mean that you don't get it if you stay in your seat. Um, but if you're really hungry and you want more of that, um, I, I would like to encourage you to come up and like, we'll pray for you and maybe some weird stuff's gonna happen and maybe not, um, but I think you'll get something really, really special from God. Um, so, and if you're on the prayer team, if you could make your way up here also uh, right now, and then we'll do some worship and if you feel like that's you, Come on up um, in this, this little spot here. Um, it's not like it's an essential thing. You have to do it right now. If you kind of feel that building, that's a good thing to do. And like one way to tell, like your heart's going to start beating real hard. And like you're going to feel like really uncomfortable uh, and just feel drawn. And if that's you, just come up and get some prayer. Okay? Um, yeah, so we'll do some more worship. And if you want prayer, come on up for that. If you want to sit and just receive something, that is awesome.
And that is like, it's a short service today. But I think for some of you, it's going to be a longer service. Um, so you're free to go if you'd like. And it, if you kind of feel God stirring, um, I would really encourage you to come up or stay in your seat and worship for a little bit. Okay. Have a great day. We love you guys. And uh, well, we'll be up here to pray. <laughs>